0: Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. I am Chad Russell, the co host. That is Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries, and we thank you for listening. For those of you who are new, thank you for being new to our show. And if you just found us accidentally or maybe somebody told you about us, we really appreciate anyone who listens. And uh, for our, our returning listeners, thank you so much for hanging in there with us. We are a show for men, by men, talking about things from a man's perspective covering all the bases of a man's life and we talk about it in a moderately entertaining way as men might hopefully do (laughs) how you doing today Kurt Uh, I'm doing awesome bro good 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 good. so if you're just joining us um, if you haven't heard in a while we have just recently started a four-week series that we're going to do we are in week two Last week, we opened up the book Wild at Heart. That was a book that came out about 16 years ago. John Eldridge wrote it, and there's two camps typically with this book. I love this book. I hate this book. There's really not a lot of people in between on this book, and for good reason, because it touch on touches on things that uh, that uh, I, I I'm in the I really love it camp. I think it's a great book. I think it's a great perspective. It's great dialogue. Opens up the scriptures, and it looks inside of a man, right? That's one of those things that, We tend to avoid, we want to be on the outside and not the inside of what's going on inside of the heart of a man, being made in God's image. So last week we talked about three aspects of the book, uh, Wild at Heart. One of them is uh, the question that every man asks himself, do I have what it takes? Every man has that, you know, I have one of my boys come up to me recently, Dad. he said, Dad, did I do good? Whatever it was he was doing, he was, Dad, did I do good? There's something in it, boys and men, that says, hey, do I have what it takes? The other aspect that we talked about last week is that a lot of men have the answer they have told themselves is no, or the world has told them is no, you don't have what it takes. And then they jump into the false self, that poser who tries to make pretend like they know what they're talking about, they have the money it takes, they have the ability it takes, the women, the money, the power, all of the things that we wanna to try to pose, that we have all things together. And then the other aspect we talked about last week was the false self and the wounds that help uh, guide us into that false self that we all have hidden wounds, whether it's wounds from our parents, wounds from experiences, regardless, we're just some wounded kids on the inside. So. That's a lot we talked about last week. So go check out our show on our Facebook page, SoundCloud, or iTunes. And uh, this week, we're talking about uh, a different uh, aspect of it. We're talking about uh, having a battle to fight and why us men sometimes just want to come out swinging.
1: You know, Chad, uh, last week when we brought all that in, it it, it really, John Eldridge in his book, he really zeroes in on this, this whole battle That we were created by God to to fight, to be warriors, and so uh, we got two guys in here who've been on uh, uh, a Wild at Heart retreat, very very familiar with the book Wild at Heart, and so Bill Reynolds and uh, Mark Bell, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And so, guys, uh, when when we think about a warrior, what God created us to be a warrior. um, When did you guys? When when were your eyes opened that that we were created to be a warrior?
2: I mean i think when you start as a kid and it talks about this in the book you know the games that we would play you know yeah the, the being able to be the the cowboy or be able to be the the soldier the infantry those kind of things that are in there and then looking at that and just the joy it brings and i mean you were talking about your son coming up to you chad and saying did i do good daddy i mean my son he's like he's like Cato from the pink panther movies at any point in time you walk around he's going to just suddenly ambush you and beat on you, and he went, and he's ready for a fight, but it's not. He's not trying to hurt me. It's just, it's, it's play. It's what's there. But that fighting is built in, and the, the the book brings out this idea of that at some point we go over to this lie. Either it's a wound, like you guys talked about last time, or the world that comes against and says, "Wait a minute, that's 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 not right," and you start putting negative labels on top of that, and then it gets reinforced with negative labels and then that warrior starts to go down.
1: Yeah, I, I think, Bill, I, I think many times, we as men, we, we, we lose this warrior mentality, and the, and the world just wears us out, wears us down, and then we, we, we just kinda go on and go, oh, it's just gonna happen, life is life, and we, we miss out on what all that God has in store for us. Mark, what about you?
3: You know, when I started at a young age. I was, I was uh, reading through um, the Bible, and and I came across this fellow named Joshua. Joshua was a, just an absolute beast. And you know, some of the times, um, whenever Joshua, uh, he could do whatever he wanted. I mean, this guy was—he's an amazing character in the Bible. And um, God actually told him to do different things and just trust him. And then I, as I got to know myself a little bit better. My my middle name is David. I really started to dive into the Psalms and see the type of person that David was. David was, he, he was a man after God's own heart and willing to allow, again, trust God, allow for his timing. And so, um, you know, that, that, that at a very young age began to really um, drive home, wow, god really wants a warrior but he also wants somebody who's willing to follow him and let him lead
1: yeah uh, we we many times think it's either or yeah and we look at the life of king david and it's both and david was an incredible warrior uh remember you guys remember when saul uh (coughs) the king of the first king of israel and he says if you want to marry my daughter michael you got to go get a hundred foreskins of philistines and what did david do he doesn't get a hundred he brought back 200. Like I am a warrior, and of course we know the great story of David and you know, defeating Goliath. I mean, as a young, young man, he's like, I will cut your head off, and, uh, and he did. And, uh, but you know, we don't battle the Philistines today. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we do wrestle, we war and we fight against the powers and principalities of darkness. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit more in the, in, in, in the, uh, the f- next segment. But in the book, he talks about uh, that we were created to be a, a warrior, and he talks about that we need to have a vision as a warrior. Um, and he says, above all else, a warrior has a vision. He has a transcendence to his life a cause greater than self-preservation. The root of all our woes and our false self was this. We were seeking to save our life, and we lost it. And really he's saying we, we've got to learn how to lose our lives. You guys have any th- thoughts on that? Well, I mean, that's always the, the, the
2: constant thing with being married. You talk about how much easier it is to, to take a bullet for your wife than to actually go to your knees in prayer. Or something like that, and and that's a that having that idea of being able to have something bigger than you, and just the training and the and, and what it takes with that. I mean, that's the. But it always amazes me, like when you watch any kind of first responder. You know, you see there's some huge catastrophe, and there's people running in terror because that's where the danger is, and then you see this much smaller group of people who are running. Into the danger, and then they're going to fight. They're going to rescue. They're going to put themselves at 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 risk to do. And you you hear about it not just in military, but in other places of just these people who just run into danger. And that that's not a vision that they sat down and calculated. Like, okay, well, I'm going to do that. It's just it's a constant set of readiness. And as Mark was talking about with David, about being in that following and being ready, so that when you're called,
1: you're you're ready to go to action. Uh, when I think about what happened at 9/11, mm-hmm. and so many people are dying, and you know the, it's right before the buildings collapse, and yet there are there are folks who are running into mm-hmm. the building. They're going into the battle. They're going into rescue. And really, what God is calling all of us guys mm-hmm. is to live that kind of life. Um, maybe not have a job like that, but we are doing that for our families. Mm-hmm. We are battling and warriors for those around us.
2: And it's, and it's hard. It's hard whenever you see someone breaking and, and someone that you know that you need to, or even your kids. You know, when your kids cry out or need something, sometimes there's that part of your heart who's like, oh my gosh, Can't, how do I get out of this really quickly? How, how do I just say, suck it up and, and go on? But that's not what's always needed there. Sometimes they need to see dad step up. They need to see that husband step up.
1: Yeah, and, and so many times we are, John Eldridge talks about in the, in the book, um, how we, we want to m- miss the hard things and go after the pleasure. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and in that, we, we, there's a part of us that dies mm-hmm. because he says, God's created us to be a warrior, to do the hard things, to go and, and go fight gonna Yeah, in one of the Mark? hardest things
3: to do in life, uh, I, I have found, is is to love the person that's spitting in your face. Mm. So you know, whenever you you see that person, or maybe it could be a, a lot of times it's a family member who is, um, you know, who's who's not treating you the way that that you expect to be treated, or maybe that you you think you deserve to be treated, and then all of a sudden um, you still got to love them anyway, and and you keep showing them love and that transformation actually happens in your relationship due to your, your efforts, you being the bigger person, you being willing to step up and, and yeah, yeah be a man.
1: We, yeah, because what, what uh, our natural tendency is to pull away from that. And be prideful. And, and God, and, yeah, and be, and be yeah. prideful. And yeah. God says, move into it, so Le- lean into that. And that's the warrior that God's called us to be. Um, he says in here, a true warrior serves something or someone higher than himself. He, he compares it to a mercenary. A mercenary fights for pay, for his own benefit. His life is devoted to himself but not a warrior. And God's called all of us to be warriors. We're gonna take a
0: break and we're gonna come back in the second segment when we're talking about being a warrior and there's different segments. If you're a, if you're a warrior and you're a battle to fight, there's something you're fighting against or someone. So we're going to talk more in the next few segments about who are we fighting on a daily basis in our life as a man. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our second segment of Solid Steps Radio. I'm Chad Russell. That's Kurt Souter, And we are a show for men by men, talking about things from a man's perspective. We have men in the room today talking about the book Wild at Heart, and uh, we want We are wild at heart about our sponsors of our show. We love Ellen and Credit Union. They are a local lender who wants to partner with us, and we're very appreciative of them. Bright Star Home Care, they help folks make that transition if they want to stay in their homes or need some in-home care. Bright Star Home Care takes care of that and helps people walk along that journey. Dan Hart Financial. Uh, Dan is... Uh, Passionate about helping folks with their finances from a, a wise and biblical perspective. Um, and then Vision First. Uh, I'm wearing my Vision First glasses. I have a Vision First appointment tomorrow to get some new contacts. And uh, they help take care of our eyes and uh, they should take care of yours. So we wanna thank our sponsors for sponsoring our show.
1: So Chad, when we talk about uh, being a warrior and uh, Bill and Mark, you know, I love what he says in, in the book he says to, to put it bluntly our flesh is a weasel it's a poser it's a selfish pig but then he goes on to say um that our, our our flesh is it's and when we when we become a weasel when we become not a warrior for the lord and 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 walk in this you know in this mighty power uh he says it's 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 sin in us it's not really us sin no longer is the truest thing about us as a man who has come in union with Jesus Christ. He says, your heart is good because of the good work of Jesus Christ. That doesn't mean that we don't struggle with sin, but that's not the, he says, we are a new creation in Christ. And then he goes on to say, the big lie in the church today is that you're nothing more than a sinner saved by grace. He says, you're a lot more than that. You're a new creation in Christ. You're you are a son of God. You're a holy one. You're a saint. You are a child of the king of kings. That's who we are. You guys have thoughts on that?
2: Well, that's the 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 thing about this book, and it's always, you, you were talking about, Chad, that either you love it or you hate it. And part of it is uh, that talking right there about that our heart could actually be good because quickly people will open up the Bible and talk about how the heart is the most deceitful above all things out of the evil evil of a man overflows from his heart, but you forget that covenant promise of a heart of stone will be removed, and a heart of flesh will be given whenever we become a new creation and so starting from that is a very much more powerful stand than I'm broken, I have nothing that pond scum i'm just there's there's if only if God would just look on me at any point in time. We, it doesn't give freedom for sin. It doesn't say, oh, you just get to walk in covering grace and get, to, and get to go through. But it does say, you're good, and I love you, and now let's go fight together. And so being able to view from that is a completely different paradigm shift from that brokenness. Or the, the lie, the extremist, which is, oh, I'm saved, so it's all good. I, there's, yeah. there's no more sin for me, no condemnation for me. It's all good. I'll just live and walk.
1: Yeah, you know, Bill, you, what you're really talking about is the narrative. D- does our life begin in, in Genesis chapter one mm-hmm. or Genesis chapter three, and how we base our narrative, our life? Is it is it, it, and many times it's well, Genesis chapter three, you know, that's the fall of man. Adam and Eve chose to sin and disobey God in the garden. But in Genesis chapter one, God says it is good. Mm-hmm. And and when we when we begin to think in terms of Genesis chapter one, in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. And walking in victory. Now, again, it doesn't mean we're going to walk perfectly, and doesn't mean we're going to walk, you know, with no sin. But it means we we can have a narrative that that what God created and is doing in us is a good, good work. And that's all around being this
2: particular section on a warrior's heart. Understanding if God really made you that way, then it's good. And it, it was one of the things that i remember in the book and it's always one of those that gets a raised eyebrow so i'll watch for yours to raise it's okay um <laughs> uh, it talks about well it talks about uh, one of the things that we talk as men is the the eye gate you know what are, what are we putting our eyes on what are we doing god made us to love women and to see a beautiful woman so the fact that you notice that someone is beautiful isn't sinful it's working in the wiring it is now where you go from there, that's where the sin starts to take place. That's where yep. going after the images, going after lustful thoughts, going after these things. But just the noticing, it's, it's, this, it's the way we're built. It's the way that we're wired. God created us to see beauty, and that was the biggest thing that started to open my eyes because I, worked, I was under the condemnation gospel mm-hmm. of the fact that I noticed someone that, heard, that was not my wife
1: uh, I I'm just not there. You know, you know, I can't do it. Well this no. morning if you notice this morning, it was an incredible sunrise. Oh, it was, it was. And my wife pointed out it to me and, and and I just went to the window to look out and I go, "Oh my goodness, it's just glorious out." And we don't think a thing of that. But when we just notice a beautiful woman walking by, uh, we 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 think if if I notice her, I'm already lusting. And I think that's a that's a life in the pit of hell.
0: Right. Yes. We are we were made to enjoy beautiful things visually. I was last night out walking around uh, in Oldham County at a dinner and the star, I couldn't figure out if the stars were airplanes moving or if they were stars. They were so bright, so Mm. twinkling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is me wanting to see a beautiful thing. And you're absolutely right, uh, Bill, that, that looking at a woman and saying, that is a pretty woman. And ending it there is different than that is a pretty woman and now I'm going to enjoy her sexually, mentally, enjoy her uh, internally
1: where it should be reserved for my wife. There is a difference. And, and, and so in this whole context of a battle to fight, you know, then, then we have to understand, uh, as a warrior, I, I acknowledge that, but now I need to fight for my own my own self, my own for, for purity. Well, and I think that same thing. If you don't understand that your heart is good and that
2: there is redemption in Christ, You'll never go to the you'll never go to the battle box and pick up the right weapons for it either because now you're stuck back here. That I'm broken. I'm no good. I ha- I don't even deserve to be here, much less put on the uniform or get ready to start to fight.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and he talks about that that, that that as a warrior, we need to be cunning, and that means we need to you, we we have to have a, an ability to understand our weapons and what the enemy is all about. And uh, he says here whatever specific terrain you are called to, whether it's at home, at work, in the realm of the arts, or industry, or world politics, you're, you're gonna, we're gonna encounter an enemy, three different enemies. And the Bible calls it the world, the flesh, and the devil. And this whole period of the, uh, what we're talking about here is the flesh of you know, noticing a, a, something beautiful is, is okay, but then, then we have to fight for the purity of our hearts. Um, he, he mentions in the book as well uh, about Carl. He says, Carl, is, he's one of these young guys that the, all the ladies seem to find especially attractive. And he goes on, he says, I am astounded what, what young women will offer when they are famished for the love and affirmation they have never had from their fathers. They'll throw themselves at a man to get a taste of being wanted, being desired, And Carl came to me because his sexual activity was out of control. Dozens upon dozens of women offered themselves to him, and each time he gave in, he felt weakened. His resolve to resist was less the next time around. Things began to change for Carl when he saw the whole sexual struggle, not so much as sin, but as a battle for his strength. He wants to be strong. He wants it desperately. And that began to fuel his choice to resist. Powerful. Powerful. And then he goes on to say, a man must strive long and mightily within himself. This battle to conquer our flesh. And he says, John Eldridge, uh, in, his, in, in, in this section, he says, Carl and I began to spend hours praying through every one of those relationships with women. Confessing the sin. Breaking the bonds Sexually that two souls form between each other, cleansing his strength, asking God to restore him. He did, and I'm grateful to say that those days are over for Carl. It wasn't easy, but it was real. He's happily married now, and he is a new man. Powerful. Yeah, there's a little Carl in all of us. There is. And if you acknowledge it, and you
3: take that to the Lord uh, daily, and you ask him to fill your heart and fill those holes,
2: um... There's going to be major changes. Mm. I think the other part about that, too, is is to listen to the fact that the women that were coming to Carl, he wrote down, he said, the reason they were coming is because they were famished for Mm -hmm. what a real love was. And so the other half of that battle is as fathers of daughters. What are we putting into our daughter's heart? Because I don't want my daughter to be a nameless character in a book about some other man's issue. Because her dad didn't do his job at home.
1: Yeah, you, you know, Bill. When you talk about, um, I got three daughters, and you know, Chad, you, you've got all guys at home. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get my daughters through marriage. <laughs> I got six boys. So. <laughs> but you know, when, when you think about that, what our daughters are longing for is mm-hmm. to see a warrior in their daddy, mm-hmm. and 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 not just being a you know obnoxious, you know, a kind of a tyrant who is just bullying everybody. That's not what we're talking about. He is he's talking about in the book uh, uh, that we become a warrior for our homes and our families, mm-hmm. and we we fight um m- many times on our knees for our for our kids we We were the spiritual leader, we are the pastor we are the provider the protector of our girls our our kids at home that's mm-hmm. what he's talking about
2: and I think that that's the i know know that you had talked about how the world comes in and how these other things come in that warrior mentality is so easily rerouted through something that is completely wrong and completely off course from God's plan but it walks so close together that it seems like it's it it sounds the same and it looks the same but it's a lie straight from the pit yeah
0: we're gonna take a break come back for our third segment we're gonna talk more about uh, who are we fighting we've been talking here recently about fighting our flesh but we also have a couple other adversaries Of the world, and another guy roaming around causing all kinds of havoc called the enemy. We're going to talk about him shortly. So come back and join us on Solid Steps Radio.